three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Hey everybody, thanks for watching us in the Real Pineapple tonight. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> this is Hunter, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How you doing there, bud? So, I feel like I'm going to be a little... I think I'm going to make you upset on this review, <laughs> to be totally honest. I, I thought you would. I, <laughs> so, we're talking about First Man... And I'm gonna be honest. I was sitting in the theater and I was kind of laughing myself because I went, "Colin's gonna love this," and I'm, I'm just not gonna love as much as Colin. So we're gonna have to really discuss this. And I almost compare it to something like Interstellar, but while Interstellar was almost that's almost three hours, while I thought it went a little long, I, I was never bored. If that makes sense. I just went, okay, like, I'm not digging this, but at least stuff is happening. I think the biggest problem with First Man, and, and we kind of talked about it a little bit with A Star is Born, in the second act, stuff moves really fast. It is the exact, whoa, it is the exact, pardon me, opposite. I just thought the second act was a fucking crawl, and to be honest, it really lost me. Uh, personally, in the second act, uh, kind of your thoughts on First Man, like your initial ones. I mean, I just completely disagree. <laughs> I, I, I had a feeling you would. Like, I, I, this <laughs> like, is gonna be you, one of if, our if, classic if, reviews. If, if, if you're saying you thought it was boring, like I just I didn't. So I mean, like I don't know. Like if you really want to hash it out, we can. But like I do. Actually, when it comes yeah, when it comes okay. down to it, like I knew you weren't gonna like it. You just don't like <laughs> these types of movies. Like, there's so many of these movies that are just very similar to, similar to this. Like, a lot of Christopher Nolan's movies are very similar to this. Like, Interstellar, Dunkirk. Like, all of which, every time we go to review them, like, it's always the same. You just, you tend to not like them. And that's fine, but, like, honestly, it just, it normally just, like, gets me frustrated, like, hashing it out with you and, like, trying to, like, tell you why you're wrong and, like, these movies are great. But, like, I, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, it, it keeps happening over and over again. So, like, l- let me just tell you right now, I okay. love this movie. It's going to be in my top ten. I thought it was brilliant. And I knew, I knew that you weren't going to like it. And that's fine. I just need to get over that. But, like, the fact is, is that, like, you were saying you were sitting in the theater being like, oh, man, I know Colin's going to love this. And, like, you just knew that, like, you didn't like it. I was sitting there in the theater being like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. I know Hunter isn't going to love it as much as I am because it's just so similar to Interstellar and Dunkirk and all these movies that I think are so great and brilliant. And it's just like I, it, it's like I could I like I could have called this the second like the, the the movie you know was like halfway through. So what I will I, what I, I will <laughs> what I will say I think you'll be surprised by what I give it and and so what I will say just kind of jumping in here because I, I since you love it I'll have you go for the plot. The thing is, and what frustrates me is that 
There's not something outside of just I thought the second act was slow. There's nothing wrong with the movie, if that makes sense. Like I think the the, the wing Ryan Gosling as he's <laughs> as he's known. I thought he does a a really damn good job as Neil Armstrong. Claire Foy is becoming one of my favorite actors. Period. Very quickly, she she as Janet Armstrong. There's a scene where she tells him when he or he finds out he's going into space and he hasn't really told his kids, which you know not <laughs> not the best move. He <laughs> uh, she flout tells him you need to get your kids comfortable with the concept that you may not come home. And that scene alone, I'll be honest, I bumped the movie up a half grade just because of that scene. I went, holy shit. Because she just gets... Huh. <coughs> Ow. Um, <laughs> Whoa, what just happened? Bless yeah, you. So I was, yeah, bless you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just got back from space. But, I, <laughs> but, but that scene alone... I went, holy shit, like, Claire Foy, is, she's an amazing actress, and this is the first time I've seen Jason Clark in something that I went, oh my god, actually, I, 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 I like you in this, it's been a little while, but, uh, but yeah, man, so, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you kind of jump in here, what, what, what's the plot on this? Um, so, I mean, the plot is basically just, the, the whole movie is, to go with the title, it's, it's the, the first man that ever walked on the moon. Um, now, when this when this idea of this movie came out, like it may not have excited a lot of people, and I would understand that because there's been so many movies done about the space race, about you know um, the Apollo missions. Like obviously, Apollo 13 was a huge Oscar hit with Tom Hanks, and you know it's you may think that this type of movie has been done before. Um, and, and, you know, you wouldn't be wrong. Um, but in talking about the plot, you know, it, it's, it's so much more focused on a character study of who Neil Armstrong was, of what it would take to be the first human being to walk on the moon, like what it would be like to do that and really put it in perspective of the mindset that you would have to have to actually like go through all of the training and watching all of your friends and colleagues die doing the same thing yeah. that you're trying to accomplish like constantly like living in a household with a wife who is best friends with all the widows of the other astronauts that have perished like trying to do what you're trying to do um so when in talking about the plot, it's not just like how the events played out in how we were able to accomplish the incredible task of sending a uh, spaceship all the way to the moon, having like a vessel come off of the spaceship and land and then go back and then take that spaceship all the way back to Earth and land, which is ridiculous. <laughs> that we yeah. did that. This is real life. This is not a comic book, nor is this science fiction. This really happened, which already just boggles my mind. So in that sense that this is real history is very fascinating to me. But going back to the plot, this, this movie really is a character study of who Neil Armstrong was. 
And yeah. when you're talking about a character study that's focusing on one main character, you better have a good actor and someone who's going to be able to like really command the screen for the entirety of a movie when he's basically in every screen. And you know, I it's probably been well established on this podcast that I am complete. I have a complete man crush on Ryan Gosling. I love. Oh, the guy. you do. Yeah, yeah. I love Ryan Gosling. I think he's basically the best actor in Hollywood. Certainly the best actor that has not gotten a Academy Award now that Leonardo DiCaprio has. That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, all that being said. Um, <laughs> um, really when it comes down to it I mean you're talking about like the movie opening um, it's a fascinating twist that like I never even knew that Neil Armstrong had a daughter that like me neither cancer so like you're talking about a guy that did everything that he did with already overcoming like the depression and like getting over the fact that like he had a daughter die and they keep bringing this back um, you know with with dreams and 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 things that happen throughout the movie but in any case um yeah when it as the movie plays out it's it's really just kind of focusing on neil armstrong how he like went through the process of of really getting able to uh you know finally go through this this mission the apollo 11 mission so what i will say too uh if you can see this in imax Please see it in IMAX. I went and saw it in IMAX, and the way the movie opens up, I went uh, where he's doing like a like a like like a what do you call it like a test flight, basically like yeah it's a, yeah or, it's a t- uh, like a yeah t- a test flight um, where they're they're sending a um, like a little airplane up above the atmosphere like and then trying to come back down. Yeah, and you see the, the way the turbulence takes over. It, the, the way that scene is shot, I went, oh my god. And he crashes in the Mojave Desert, and you, like, you just see like the, the fear. The, and I, I, I'm jumping around a little bit here. I apologize. I, I, you could not be more correct in the sense of it's this incredible feat. And I think that people really take that for granted. I mean, I always am amazed... When my plane lands correctly, I mean, I can't go to the fucking moon and coming back, you go, holy shit, we, we did that. That happened. You know, like you said, I mean, uh, it, it's not a comic book. It's done cooler in comics. But it, <laughs> it's, not a, it, it's not a comic book. It's not, it's not science fiction. It's something that genuinely happened, despite what some morons say. Um, and it's crazy that not only did that happen, but that... I mean, the sacrifice. And I think you hit the nail on, on the head. We said it's a character study of Neil Armstrong and about how if there is something that you felt like you were destined to do and everyone else around you is dying while you do it, that would be a bit of a, hmm, maybe I don't want to do this. But 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 Neil Armstrong, I mean, to his, I mean, to his credit, he, you know, he talks about how he feels like this is something he needs to do and i think ryan gosling's the, the ling his performance it, it, it's 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 very quiet but when neil speaks he chooses his words carefully if that makes sense um when when his daughter dies and that scene in itself there's a scene where you see her him playing with her hair and the next scene she's being lowered down i was like holy shit and and he 
breaks away from the funeral to go off in this room and just weep. And I just wanted to give Ryan Gosling a hug. I was like, holy crap. Like, that scene is so powerful. It, it, it's kind of similar to the, to that, the start of Up, where I just want, I just want to hug everybody in this movie. Jesus. It, it's, it's a really intense scene. And anytime he's working with... Uh, he's acting against Claire Foy, I found it really interesting because you know he's hurting. And he's trying so hard to just keep it together because he's got NASA on his ass. He's got them saying, hey, we need you to do A, B, and C. And, and even just the interview process he went through, you know, was really fascinating. He's got Buzz Aldrin, who, if this is accurate, Buzz Aldrin was an asshole. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin was a dick. Anytime I saw Corey Stoll, who who I love, um, for the younger kids, you yellow jacket and, and Ant-Man. There you go. Uh, but... He he is a he is a grade A just asshat the whole time really in this movie. I went god damn and it it's funny because Neil just looks at him a couple times. You know he's thinking what a dick. Like he never <laughs> he never says it. But yeah, I I, I love Corey Stolness. I thought he was great. Um, to address the the uh, the second act. I thought that when it kind of goes into all the training, I thought the first part of the training was interesting. I, I just thought a little bit of the second act, like maybe 15 minutes, could have been cut. As it gets closer to the actual mission, everything revs up. And the, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the uncertainty that he may not come home becomes more of a real possibility. And how you see these other, these widows dealing with you know their hu- losing their husbands it it's interesting how uh janet starts to get uh, uh janet armstrong starts to get affected uh by it um this is directed by uh damien chazelle who uh la la land which i know you you love uh you know i think it's all right um he of course did la la land Totally forgot he was a screenwriter on Ten Cloverfield Lane, which you know, like we both love that movie until the end. God damn it! And then of course he did Whiplash. He was a, the director and screenwriter of Whiplash, which is one of my favorite movies in the last decade. I, I fucking love that movie. And what I will give this man credit for is that every time there's something shown like in frame, and every time there's a scene shot, everything feels important. And all the space stuff is, and I don't use this term often, it is awe-inspiring. When you see, there, there's a scene where it, it shows uh, Neil Armstrong, it, it, and we're like the audience looking at him, and you see his visor down, and you see like half of it showing uh, like Earth in like the orbit, and everything, and, I, and the stars, and I was just like, oh my, there's so many just sh- here. I went, oh my god, this is so beautifully shot i mean he'll he'll probably get another oscar uh best director nomination just for this movie and to be honest he deserves one just for how he was hand, able to handle all these different uh tones and everything um uh yeah kind of your thoughts calling on that as far as the directing style yeah i i would imagine this would get i would imagine he would get nominated for best director um They'll probably also get nominated for best cinematography, yeah. um, po- possibly sound editing too. Um, the the scenes where they basically put you into the spacecraft, like as um, 
say like the Gemini mission, um, which is kind of the start of the second act. When when they're doing the with the Gemini mission, they really like are you you the the camera is following Neil Armstrong, and you basically are just like along for the ride, um, and it's like an experience. Like you you are getting strapped into this um, spacecraft. You hear the countdown. The whole thing is rattling, shaking. The sound is intense. Yes, it is. Like you, he- you hear the, the the thrusters starting up, um, and then all of a sudden, like once it breaks through the atmosphere and it just goes like dead silent. I mean, it, it, it's an incredible like I don't know five or so minutes of when this is all happening. And I mean, like once they they get out into to space, I realized that I was like gripping Dude, my chair. Dude, me too. And me I was too. like. And I was like, I was like, oh my god! It's like it felt like I was on like a roller coaster or something, which um, is a pretty cool feat nowadays, especially when I feel like all of this was shot on film. There was very little to no CGI involved at all. Um, I mean, that, that that's an incredible, pretty incredible feat to to direct like a, a scene like that, um, basically with just sound and. Um, I mean, for the most part, it's 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 focusing on Ryan Gosling's face, where I thought like some of his best work, the, some of the the best acting that I see Ryan Gosling do is when he's not even speaking, like when they're zooming in on his face and you can see the fear and the anxiety, but he's trying to hold it all together because he is the captain of that yep. mission, where the other guy is, keeps looking towards him for kind of reassurance. They're not saying anything the whole time. You can tell that they're both completely scared out of their minds. And then like once they get into space, you know, there's this, this, this relief. They just, they're just they grabbing each other's arms. Um, I mean, that's an amazing yeah, scene. Yeah, like, Damien Chazelle can get an Oscar nomination for directing on that scene alone, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, and there, there's there's some other scenes um, of of like the space missions that kind of are similar to that. But I thought that was a that was a um, a highlight of the. Movie. I mean, as I mentioned, that opening scene for the movie, I went, okay, you're this is your floor as far as what I'm gonna grade you because i thought that first scene was so well well done i mean the the first thing you hear you know his breath trembling he's grabbing onto anything he fucking can because he's about to crash and i just i went god and you're right the gosling just emotes in a way without having to speak you know that that's tying back to me saying earlier that his performance is quiet but it's really powerful and the scene where he they're going through training and he's in the, uh, I know it's not called this, but the twirly-whirly machine that's supposed to, you know, simulate <laughs> all the effects. First off, I just wanted to hug him. I was like, I was sitting there eating my popcorn. I went, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, thank God you're doing that. I'm sitting here on my on my ass watching you in IMAX. But, but that scene was just so intense. And he is clearly out of it the first time he does it. And he goes... Let's do that again. I was like, Jesus, you're insane. And, and rightfully so, right after that, he's puking. Because why the fuck wouldn't you be after that? But like I said, I know I didn't like this as much as you. But just kind of wrapping up here. I The thing about this, if I was teaching a film class, I would show this movie. Because from a technical standpoint, 
perfect is a strong word, but it's about as close to perfect as you can get. I, I mean, I put it up there with Dunkirk in that way because you're right. The sound when, I mean, just when the ships, uh, the, the ships, uh, the, 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 the rocket, you know, is taken off. I mean, just the sound. You're right. The sound editing is so good here, and the scope of everything. You feel the scope of how not only intense its mission is, but how she's on the line. And as I said earlier, all the space shit in IMAX, dude. I was so. I, I wish we could have seen this together in IMAX because it is just massive. Like space, we already know is massive, but just watching space on that giant screen, I was definitely grabbing. My arm, my, my arm rests like, okay, <laughs> like, you're not going to fall on her, it's okay, but, um, I don't know if this will make my top 10, it might just miss it, I would still give this an A-, though, I, I just thought, as a movie, like I said, my, my complaints aside, there's so much about this that's great, that it balances out the, uh, the, I think is a average, uh, second act, so, yeah, A- for me, uh, call in your th final thoughts on grades, sir. Okay, I, I think that's fair Thank and you. respectful. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I, I have very little gripes with this. You know, the moments the, the moments of the movie that you were probably bored, um, I'm, I'm still fascinated in the man who was Neil Armstrong, and, I, and I, I just love watching Ryan Gosling portray that character on screen, no matter what's happening. Um, you mentioned Claire Foy. She's incredible as, as um, Janet Armstrong, his wife. Um, it's just, I mean, what a, like a scary, tumultuous time to, to be in this situation. And the movie, the best thing the movie, I, the best compliment I can give to the movie is that it really just gave me a new understanding and respect um, and, and just, just perspective of, of, of what it was like um, to be trying to do this thing that, you know, most people would have thought was impossible or crazy to even attempt. Um, and to be able to do it and to accomplish it, accomplish it even when all of your colleagues and everyone around you is dying trying to do the same thing is um, I, I, I thought that was the best um, most powerful thing that the movie really kind of made me realize um, as far as all the technical aspects I eat all that shit up um, I thought uh, Damien Chazelle did a fantastic job directing everything's beautiful um, I love Ryan Gosling uh, I, I, I could just watch this movie again and marvel it at it. Um, but IMAX, if you have not seen this, you have to do yourself a favor and see yes. this in IMAX. It is incredible. Um, yeah, I, I'm probably going to put this in my top 10. I don't know what else, what other movies are going to be coming out. Um, but I loved it. Um, hell, let's just throw a, a couple, an, another fan. Damn, two in there. a night. <laughs> two. Two, two movies, two fan-fucking-tastics. The That's thing it. is, like... How do I put this? I would not be mad at someone if they said this was in their top ten. Because I like I get my personal gripes about it, but seriously, though, this movie, you have to see on the big screen. Like, you really would be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't see this in, in, in IMAX. And, and I don't say that for many movies. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is coming out soon, though. Yeah, but... Ooh, oh, dude, we will that. be. Oh, we will be talking about that, sir. I. Oh, I'm so excited for that. But yeah, this movie, though, man, holy crap! There, like I said, the space stuff is just. 
I was mid-sipping my daiquiri, and I put my daiquiri down. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, space stuff. Let's, let's, let's pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, space I, stuff. I, mm-hmm. I was really, I was, I was waiting for Rick and Morty to show up. I will be the first one. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a hell of a twist in the Neil Armstrong film. But, uh, yeah. I yeah, genuinely appreciate the, the a lot about this film. But, uh, guys, what did you think of... First man, let us know in the comments below. You can follow us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud at The Real Pineapple. Go ahead and give us uh, a rating, hopefully five stars. Let us know what you like about the podcast. I know it's Colin's sultry voice. That's what I like the most about it. But but you, Ooh, it, you know, but it could you. be something different for you guys, so let us know. Uh, you can follow <laughs> yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Follow Colin on Twitter at and you can follow Neil. Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this weekend for. Uh, oh God, uh, we got to review that new Creed Two trailer that dropped. We're gonna talk about Creed Two, the last trailer, the latest trailer that dropped. We're gonna talk about the second trailer for Glass, which I saw in the IMAX screening, and oh my God, I'm so ready for that. As long as talking about uh, the hate you give, which. Speaking of needing the tissues and Halloween, yes, we actually on occasion will review horror movies on here because I've had people bitch to me that you don't review horror. I don't like being scared. Okay, so but I'm gonna suck it up for that one. So guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Meow. <laughs>